right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. <laughs> Welcome to Cinescape Presents. This show sucks. The SUX edition of Robocop the Series, episode 14. What's the name of the episode? Illusions. 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 Sure, it's not delusions. Delusions. No, it's illusions. Alright, so we're gonna we're gonna just play the shit out of this episode and just roll with it. Hopefully. Yeah. So, I am Joe Spiegel. Mike Sutherland. In case I forget to announce the names again. Yeah. Oh, and um, if you notice on our website, when you visit our websites, we are starting to put the Cinescape Presents articles up. And there's pictures there that says shop now. And the reason for that is, is we're Amazon affiliates. Now, don't go crazy and just click on the link and go there if you're interested in what we in what's available you want to buy dvds of music or whatever that's how we have it set up mostly for entertainment dvds 90 percent of it <clears throat> the pictures in the articles in and of themselves will link to appropriate stuff like for the batman article it'll go to batman like you know um the Return of the Cape Crusaders DVD or Funko Batman stuff, whatever. <clears throat> but it's there so that we can start paying for the podcast because we need to start making money and stuff like that to continue bringing you this fine, fine entertainment. <laughs> Top shelf. Yes. However, uh, there are other things in the works apart from just the podcast and the articles and the whatnots. So keep an eye out, and if you like what you see, Go to our Facebook page, although I could give a shit less about the fucking Facebook page. Actually, I'd rather you go to our website, bookmark the website or whatever. Uh, the Facebook page is just there for, you know, updating you guys and letting you know. But it doesn't show up in feeds much anymore. And in order for that to happen, and this is something we'll talk about during the show. But in, in order for that to happen, it's there's a lot of stuff that needs to go on. Anyways. We're going to start the show here. Yes, start the illusions. Go! <laughs> oh, flamenco. Play that funky music. It still says the near future. Yeah. They're in Little Mexico or wherever. So That's a picture. Is that a statue of Joseph Stalin? Do you think Detroit has a little Bacron? Probably. Amazonia Nut Company. Oh, it's supposed to be like South America, little South America, little Brazil. Yeah. I see. So, yeah, so I was doing some article research and... I was going to segue. You fucking ruined it. I know. I'm good. <laughs> Motherfucker. So, <clears throat> on this whole Facebook thing. Yeah. And the fucking, the Chicago Tribune has like half a million page likes on their Facebook page, which is fine. That's normal. Yeah. And the guy that's writing this article is talking about how they've gone from 50,000, 100,000, 200,000, half a million, a million likes or whatever, you know, a lot of likes mm -hmm. down to, that's a big fucking gun. 
Looks like a caulking gun. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Look at a gigantic caulking gun. It is. It's it's for horse inseminating. Yeah. Covered in nuts. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Excuse me, I do the puns around here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and um in order for anyone, so people that are listening to this, in order for you to actually make a dent in Facebook's uh, algorithm. Walls of hid- hindrance? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Robocop just sliced down the middle with his gun of that crate. He's in a wooden crate, and he's shot right down the middle of it, wasting all of his ammo instead of just breaking out of it. Like, he normally punches through walls. And why would he... Oh, 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 hold on. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible editing. He fucking dude. Do- he dodged a rocket dude, by leaning. When it showed the missile or the rocket coming at him, it was going to hit him in the chest. And then it cuts to another <laughs> angle. And he frisbeed somebody to death. Yeah, so then it cuts to another angle, and it just shows him do the quick... <laughs> The quick doesn't mean anything. It, he he leaned ever so slightly, like in Star Wars. You know, hold on, you know, hold on while I make the calculation to the jump of light speed, and, and as he's he's uh, dodging the the star destroyers. Yeah, Han Solo, like in in the Family Guy one where Chris goes. So you're leaning slightly to the left. <laughs> <laughs> so. In order for Facebook pages to make a dent in the algorithm... Is that you, John C. Riley in the background? I don't know. That looks like Carlos Alizuarque. <laughs> yeah, it looks like him. <laughs> you, it's not. No, he looks like... Uh, my name is Inigo Montoya. No, you that, killed my father. No. Prepare to die. In, in a fucking nuclear accident. He looks like a, a fucking TV looks show like, ver- version of a, of a Mandy Patinkin's character. That looks like Carlos Alizuarque. Or, or an, an ugly version of Hank Azaria. <laughs> Police that mustache. Oh, dude, um, Fargo comes out tonight. Oh, I didn't have a setup to record. Do you have? Did you have a setup to record from last season? Mm-mm. No, because I watched them all with you. Oh, it was wow. our, it was our special thing. It was our thing. <laughs> so that no man shall put asunder. Anyways, it, um, the guy. Oh, he's throwing him off the cliff. Throw him off the edge. There you go. And now he's cracking yeah, a walnut. Now. Now I crack some nuts. I either cut off the end of a cigar, a Cubano, or I crack a walnut. And so the Facebook algorithm is the more that you post, the more it will show up in people's feeds if they are fans or they're shared, right? Yeah. Now it also seems that let's say that there's a band that is touring, okay? So they post that their tour is going on. They, you know, let's say Led Zeppelin or decides to get back together. Mm-hmm. Well, they can't all get back together. But let's just say that there, there's the rumors are true and Led Zeppelin's going to do a couple of shows or Iron Maiden. It doesn't really matter. Metallica is touring right now. Mm-hmm. So they post on their Facebook page the new tour, right? And that page gets shared a bunch of times but then they post that that they're going to play at this small club now in the case of metallica or the small in this small area in the case of metallica that's still going to get a lot of press but let's just say that 
clutch, okay? Clutch or Dropkick Murphys or whatever are playing their world tour. People are sharing the pages and whatever else for the world tour, but they go to a small venue and it doesn't get shared as much, right? There's not a lot of people in the area or people had already made plans after seeing their world tour, so they don't need to share it so much. Mm -hmm. Well, the first page that they share that gets a lot, the more that that gets shared, the more it shows up in the algorithm. Yeah. As opposed to the smaller one, even though it's still the same band or it's still the same page, yeah. the smaller one with the smaller shares isn't going to get as much tension. You have to sh you have to literally post 50 times a day. That's the minimum that Facebook recommends in order to get any recognition whatsoever. 50 times a day to your page, your, your, your business page or yeah. whatever. And it doesn't make any sense. I don't have the time, and you you won't make the time. <laughs> well, also you you would to be, post fifty times a day. Well, you would be cramming up uh, other people's feeds too. Not necessarily. If you're just posting to the main page, you don't need to share it. No. If you're just posting to the main page fifty times a day, you know. But we're not a news company, you know. If no. I if I had five people hey, posting, Doctor Strange. It's not Doctor Strange. <laughs> it's some. Okay, Dr. Rabbi. Yeah. He's got a weird head dress. It's <laughs> like a Crown Royal bottle. <laughs> it's Dr. Royale. Here's to feeling good all the time. Uh, Hennessy. It's Dr. Hennessy. <laughs> Henny. You're right. Dr. Henny. Maybe his name is Crown Royal. Look at his face. And then that's the Doc that's that is that's fucking I can't remember his name. He looks like one of those Mandrake the Magicians yeah. or one of those he's evil the, sorcerers from 60s Marvel cartoons. He is the magician's version of the Burger King. Yeah. And he just poofed. Like the guy wasn't used to that. <laughs> like a like a kid's uh, Saturday morning cartoon where, or the live shows where they do the same reaction every week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he made me spill my drink. He does that all the time. Anyways. I don't have the time to post 50 times a day. Would you be able to think of things, 50 things a day to post? Yeah, if I copied everybody else's bullshit, who's copying everybody else's bullshit. I, I, I'm not interested. Look, the articles that I write, a lot of them have already been rewritten. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was looking up and today's you got, article you got, you was... You got plagued? Today's article was the Batmobile, right? And yesterday's was... Um, the heroes, villains, and rogues, which is Artemis Contrary, who's a one of my favorite. He, and he's not really a villain, but he's he's kind of this gray antihero. Yeah, yeah, that's a perfect example for it. Antihero. Well, <clears throat> there she is in her street clothing, uh, but she's not wearing a riot gear, which is amazing. God, those pants. Hey, look the, in the background, Sigmund and Roy, Siegfried <laughs> and Roy. Yeah, b before the eating, before the feeding, before the frenzy, <laughs> and then uh, that looks like Christopher Lee in one of the posters in the left hand side. Uh, you could be correct, sir. Blushing children. Uh, I'm making fun of her name. Let me, let me, let, let me do a really bad impression and then talk normal and then go right back into the bad impression. So at the beginning of this episode, there was that guy who. Uh, Mandrake the magician by the warehouse, and he was you know standing there waiting. He was sitting there chewing gum. 
right? Kind of. Yeah. I was like, I was going to, I was going to segue into the way he chews gum reminds me of kind of like uh, Bob Odenkirk's character, Saul from Better Call Saul, which season three is going on right now. Okay. I was going to tangent into that and then we could talk about fucking Better Call Saul, but. I've only watched one episode. What the hell? There's only been one episode. We just watched the. I was the second. Okay, yeah. so there's been two. For some reason, I thought there was three. Yeah, so suck it. <laughs> I watched the first episode where he, where he collapses in the Cinnabon. Yeah. Yeah. I was still wondering what happens with that. If like he had a heart attack or an aneurysm or just fainted. It's well, yeah. Everything black and white is always post Breaking Bad. Um, I. Mm. God, what, how did it lead up to that, him collapsing? Oh, yeah, he yelled. The, the, the kid the, the stole kid. a video game. Yeah, he narked out the kid, and then he, he goes, and then he goes, get a lawyer. Whatever right. you do, he'll say nothing. And then, yeah, he goes back and something there, there was it. There was something happening. Somebody asked him about lunch. How was lunch? And he fucking stressed out about something. Yeah, I can't. I, shit, for the life of me, I can't remember really what triggered it. I, I can't remember if it was like a connection to Breaking Bad or what or well, it doesn't matter. Anyway, it's still still good. I watched the second episode, and and it finally starting to bring those big connections to Breaking Bad into it. And yeah, and we have um, the dude from Beverly Hills Cop. I can never remember his fucking name. Oh, Jonathan Banks. Yeah, yes. Mike Herman Trout. Yeah. So where he f- he found the tracker. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The, they. Yeah. That whole thing was so involved too. It was. So like I'm sitting there, and like he found the tracker, and then. And then he takes the car to the junkyard, and he starts to fucking tear the entire car apart, right? And, of course, then he's sitting inside waiting for the cab to show up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, hey, gas cap. Hmm. Right? And, One last thing. Yep. And and I'm like, like when it starts, I'm like, when the fuck is this going to end, right? So I'm, I'm sitting there, and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, I'm, I get like, it's like the most boring part of the whole fucking show. It really is. Yeah. And I and I'm getting so involved. I'm like, what the fuck is he gonna do next? What what is he gonna what yeah, is he doing? Exactly. And then he it, takes then he takes the the old chip out of out of the uh, the gas cap mm-hmm. because it has a battery in it, right? Because yeah. he he ordered this whole fucking tracking system, which included one of those chips, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he plugs it into an AM radio. And just let it fucking run the battery dry to get these guys to show up yeah, to replace and replace it. the cap. Yeah. And he's sitting there. I thought the show was going to end with him just sitting there uh-huh. and being disappointed that they didn't show up. Like Tony Soprano style? Yeah. And then they show up and he t- follows them. Yeah. So. That is how good Vince uh, Gilligan is with his writing. I, the same thing. There would be episodes of Breaking Bad where it's just slow, and but yet you're still in suspense. Yeah. It, it, it It's fucking weird. It's just really good writing. Yeah. It's one of those shows that you want to know what's going on next. It does more with the little things than many other shows do with the big things. Does that make sense? Yes. She's kind of she's got homely. She's got a uh, like a a dwarf face, but made like stretched out to be a full size adult's face. You know, if you look at the way her body is, and I'm not body shaming, mm-hmm. I am body shaming, but not. Look! Look at where her waist is, and then look where her shoulders are. Yeah, she has this like small, small back top. She's also got these fucking wicked ugly teeth. Bang! Looks like Jane Kaczmarek and 
the crackhead version of Amy Winehouse had a kid together. No, it just looks like fucking Amy Winehouse. <laughs> God. Possession of illegal firearms. Are you going to check out Amy Winehouse's uh, documentary movie? Yeah, I'm going to watch that. So heartbreaking. No, it's not. So tragic. Generic. <laughs> Tragedy. But if you're into Amy Winehouse, though, you might check it out. No. No. All right. I think you would. No. Because there's, you know, certain artists that you liked and they had a documentary. There's a documentary about Led Zeppelin. There's a documentary about hundreds of artists. I still haven't seen seen. some kind of monster with Metallica. Uh, Yeah, that. Still haven't seen that. (laughs) (coughs) Ah, whatever. Here we are watching fucking Robocop the series. But why is she wearing purple? Because it's a it's a lovely contrast to her surroundings. She just went and saw a, mag- a magician, and all of a sudden she's wearing purple like a magician would wear. She's usually see, and it's like a silk shirt and a vest. She's never dressed like that. She's always dressed in fucking jeans and a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. So, I uh, I came to a realization. Uh, what was it like last week or something? Where that your life sucks? Oh, so that's always been in. You know, that's already that's always right there, dude. That you're a pathetic human being like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Benny. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, I came to this realization. Like I I've spent way too much time wasting on these games that are on my phone. Candy Crush, Saga, and Soda, and. I'm like, all the time that I spend on these games where I get a momentary, when I finally beat a level that it's taken me a month to beat or something, when I finally beat it, I get this, you know, quick exhilaration of... It's called instant gratification. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's bad. It's just, it's stupid, right? So, and it's pointless. It's... It's... Anyways. Placebo. <laughs> yeah, placebo effect, exactly. So, I'm like, oh my God, all this time that I've spent... Just passing time, because that's what you do to play those games is the passing of time. I started, I was like, get rid of this shit and start fucking reading, because that's what you need to do. You want to become a writer, you need to fucking read. You, I mean, you need to become a better writer. It still hasn't improved the fact that you only still post a single review a week. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> and so, <laughs> you're such a dick, man. All right. So, it's- That's true. It is well. Give me a you know. No, no, don't fuck it. No, been, no, don't make an excuse. I I understand. I understand why. There's a period of time it, that's it, gonna take to. Yeah, and you know what? It took. Oh, so, Robocop just shot through the floor. It took so long. That was a total Bugs Bunny moment before I came to that realization that uh, I you know. Anyway, so I started reading that book that you loaned me three years ago, and I know you loaned it to me three years ago because I have a I had a receipt in it that had um, it had a, a date of the what was it. From 2014, okay? And I, I had only read the first 22 pages of that book. And then I stopped reading it for whatever reason. Because you're lazy. And I think I've only read one book since then. Not From three years ago, and it was World War Z. Not lazy in a James bad Brooks, way. Yeah. So, finally... Did you read World War Z? Oh, yeah. Was that after I recommended it? Um, It was after a co-worker of mine, uh, Ruben. He recommended it because he said he had it. Um, and then uh, Yo also they they both read the book and saw the movie and they just like oh dude you got to see the differences between the book and the movie it's it's night and day you know 
I'm like, okay, finally. So I, I read it. It took me a few days, you know, blew right through it, and fucking great. I don't care what anybody says. I would totally dick punch Yvette Nepar. Okay. She's fucking hot. You're right. When she's in the uniform, you can't see it as much, but when she's in those those civvies. That's fucking creepy when you do that. <laughs> in those civvies. Uh, <laughs> county. All I remember is the puppy. That fucking, that fucking snapping turtle from Gumball. Yeah. There's a scene. So after that whole, uh, we'll get back to what you were saying, yeah. but you brought up the stupid snapping turtle. Yeah. There's a scene in the new episodes of Gumball where they finally meet Gumball's dad's father, their grandfather. Okay. And he moves in, and they treat him like he's a prisoner because they think that he's been in prison. Okay. So that's what he really wants. And there's a massive fight in the family room, and the kids go, okay, we need to do this, we need to do this, we need to do this. And they're, they're making this plan. Yeah. And at one point... They still have the fucking snapping turtle. <laughs> it's in their kitchen in a corner, right? Uh-huh. And so they they make this uh, this Bugs Bunny contraption. I can never remember the name of it, but you know those those really complicated contraptions. I gotta think of the, I, can, I gotta look up the name. <laughs> complicated contraptions. Rube Goldberg, those Rube Goldberg machines where you roll a bowling ball down and it... Oh, like a mousetrap. Yeah, that's what a Rube Goldberg machine is. I was going to say a mousetrap, too. Fuck. But his name is so weird, the Rube Goldberg. But yeah, that's exactly what it is. So they do this Rube Goldberg thing and they have... And the turtle is the main component, right? Mm -hmm. So this whole thing goes off and you see... You see it get to the point where it has to... She's kind of cute. I know. I almost made that annoying sound you don't like. We're, wow, they actually added some effects to Roboflop. <laughs> He's got fluid shoulders now. Yeah. So they they add this effect where the the turtle is on this little dolly. You know, those little trays, the movable trays, right? Yeah. Like the dessert carts. And he slowly moves across the kitchen to bite a string that will set off the whole contraption. Okay. Right? Yeah. And it's fucking hilarious because you hear him go, right? <laughs> there he goes, and you see his neck reach all the way up. Bite. <laughs> I am, I get so, I enjoy shit like that. Yeah. Just the little moments in cartoons where you see the, the stupid characters do just these minute things. Mm-hmm. That are almost human. Yeah. Or, you know, animalistic. That's good. I'm glad the puppy is not gone. Yeah, me too. (laughs) All right. So, yeah, I was, uh, I finally just said, fuck this. I've had your book for three years. I've had it wrapped in, because it's the first edition. And I remember you specifically saying to me when you loaned me the book, you said, don't fuck this up. It's a first edition. So I'm like, okay. So I kept the cover on it the whole time. And then I kept it in a bag wrapped up so that. It wouldn't get fucked up. So finally I read, I started, I'm like, I'm going to read this fucking book so I can give it back to you. Because I'm like, I can't believe you haven't even brought it up yet. I keep, like, I, you know, I, every week that we get together, the only thing that goes through my mind right before you get here is, I wonder if he's read that fucking book. 
or <laughs> what has his kids done to my fucking book? Like you just start like you, you, you like wait till I'm out of the room or something. You look at my search history and I'm searching up um, used first editions for uh, <laughs> writing for sale in porn. Yeah, yeah. What kind of porn? What kind of porns you gonna do this week? All right, gigantic black wieners. Uh, no, I like uh, I like trout fishes with cigarettes to hang out of their mouths. <laughs> dolphin. Ugh. I can't even do a fucking dolphin. So yeah, so I, I was like, you know what? All this time that I've wasted reading all this, or playing these stupid fucking games, I could be doing this reading. So I finally, or just, it could be writing reviews. Well, that's <laughs> look. I, I specifically committed to reading that book because that is supposed to help you on the road to becoming a better writer. You know, some input, especially from the master. I mean, the king, right? Stephen the King. So. I read it, and it and there's a lot of things that stayed with me after reading the book. It's, you know, it, you can't look. You cannot write just to um, make money. You can't write um, as an occasional thing. He says it's pretty much you have to write because you enjoy writing, and it, you need to do it every day. And you have to set aside time every single day to do this. And then you know, and then, there's a lot of things that you told me about writing. And I know that you specifically got it from that fucking book. Because it's like, when I read the book, I'm like, oh, fuck, Mike's already said that to me. You know, things like that. Yeah, but, you got to find a quiet spot. You got to yeah. sit down and the spot should be the same. Yeah. And uh, oh, she's just fucking and, You horrendous. know, the first third of the book is about his um his past. And it leads to right before his, his accident where he got hit by a van back in 1999. And then he deals with that at the end of the book. But... In the first third, before he gets into actually about how to write or how to even start writing, is he talked about his past. And you can see all these connections um, from his past um, you know, uh, situations and stuff um, and experiences where it tied into books he wrote later on, like Carrie and you know, The Stand and The Shining and stuff like that. And it's just, there's this point, and he's such a goddamn good writer. There's this point in the book where it gets to how him and his wife are struggling with their kids, you know, and, they, and they've got a, they live in a trailer and he's waiting to hear back from his, uh, his agent about his first book. And it was Carrie. His first right. Book. And he's waiting to hear back. And, you know, there's all this shit they keep going through and, you know, they're struggling. To well, pay bills his first book published was Carrie. And I don't think it was his first book. Written. Yeah. I mean, he had short stories and stuff like that. Cause he, you know, he also talked later on in the book about building up, you know, your, your resume, you know, even if it's only if you made $5 off something, if something got published in anything, that's still, that's a point. Right. You know? So he, but it gets to this, it just, there's this one part where it talks about all of his struggle and like, you know, like wondering, you know, there's like all this, these times of self doubt uh-huh. because like, you know, I, I got to help the family, you know, and, and, and I keep, you know, we're not, I'm not making any money on this shit. And then all of a sudden he gets that phone call and his wife wasn't there. She was visiting family with well, the kids. He was teaching as well. Yeah. But it wasn't. Yeah. And he was, they he was living in a fucking trailer home. Yeah, exactly. And he had to find this little fucking spot at the end of the trailer where he could write by himself, you know, and be alone, be secluded. And and that, and then the part where it gets to where his agent tells him how much he's getting for, for Carrie being published. and Which wasn't a lot. It, but it, to him, it was it was obscene. It was it was like it was like three thousand or five thousand bucks. No, no, no. When Carrie got when Carrie got bought, he uh, he told him half a mil. He told him like four hundred thousand. He said that's after everything. You, for, your cut is four hundred thousand, and 
And the, the way he describes that feeling at that moment, I feel like I want it. Like I, I also in that moment won, you know. Right. He, then, but that's that's the, his style of writing, too. Yeah. And it's just it was just so good. I mean, he, he pulled me in with that. And then when it gets to the technical shit, when he's talking about, you know, how to, you know, ad, cutting adverbs and all this other shit, it, it, it normally this would be boring. It'd be like reading a technical spec ma- you know, manual or something, right? And instead, he, he keeps adding in, you know, doses of humor and his own personal opinion and all this stuff to just make it flow. And it just, it works. The whole time I'm reading that book, I went all the way through it. I'm probably going to end up buying my own copy just so that I can read it again. Good. Um, because it, it is, it, you can't half-ass it. it. This is, you know, if you commit to it, you have to do it. You can't fuck around. I mean, I, I there's things I remember while I'm talking about this. There's all these other things that he teaches you that, you know, pops up. He says, like, when you finish your book, when you finish your first draft, you, you, you walk away from it. You walk away for six weeks. Yeah. And all that shit. I remember all of it. I remember, you know, all the reasons why and, and, and everything. And it's... Stephen King, man. Yeah, I, you I'm move on. Go, you write other things. You yeah, practice yeah. or whatever. And then you come back and you read it with the door open instead of the door closed, right? When you do your second draft, and, right? And and then that's when you start making the cuts and you know, you start realizing, oh, I didn't need to use that word, or you know, this sentence is too long, or this was not important. And then boom, you you your product, your well, product, your creation becomes way better, right? Because of it, when you look at it with unbiased eyes, yeah. Yeah. Which is, and it's different from article writing, <clears throat> because article writing, you can't really walk away from, especially if you have, like, I have self-imposed deadlines. I need to write one a day. Yeah. And that's what I've been working on. So, good, bad, or ugly, you know, good, bad, and ugly, mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't matter. Well, it, it does matter, because when I write it, I'll sit on it for a little bit. Yeah. Like, yesterday's article was late. I, sh- it, it, I posted it this morning at three o'clock in the morning but i wasn't happy with what i had written in fact i had you i had you read it yeah read your first draft yeah and and you're like yeah that's what's wrong with it and then i said it sucks it's awful and then you're like well it didn't really grab me i'm like why did you just say that in the first place <laughs> you dork uh, because the the constructive criticism is okay i think it's because the certain audience that it's aimed at and I'm not that that audience so I figured that someone who's a fan of what you're you're talking about would would enjoy it more than me so that's probably why I was nicer about it than I should have been right no it needs to be <gasps> oh cut the commercial oh no back from commercial yeah so shoot I, um, fire so I read I read your your second draft of it the one that you you posted and it was yeah, most of it, like especially the whole, like the last three quarters of it, was barely touched. But then the first, you, 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 you livened up the beginning of it, right? And it got you, like it pulled you in, like here's your excitement for this character, right? And and because we're working on other things, I don't want to give too much away. When we're working on other things that have to do with that stuff, so writing about these characters can't really. She's a fucking cop. She should be able to kick her. I keep her waiting ass. for the OCP guy just to look right at the scope and make that that I didn't know what was wrong. Well, that's definitely Face a Pontiac. Right at it. Just Looks like a Bonneville. Did I do that? Or a Grand Dam. I think that's a Pontiac Grand Dam. Damn it. Damn it. She shut off the lights. He's going to 
<laughs> Night vision. Let's just put a, a green lens over the camera. Oh, I see you. Targeting. Oh. Bullseye. Yeah. Yeah. Punch those fucking buck teeth right out of her head. Those bitches be having a fight. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> wow. This episode is actually going by faster than normal. It is because I decided to talk about that book. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, with when, when it comes to articles and whatnot, you can't walk away from the article for six weeks because, mm-hmm. well, not in our time frame because it has to be posted. Well, you got this now, day. now, now. Stay. You know what though? There's something that I I I'm wondering how I need to address this for myself. On one of the on a couple of these pages that we friended that that I friended on um on on Facebook, which is like uh, you know movie critics pages. There's some personal reviews written there of movies that I've never heard of or older movies, and I just scroll right through them. I don't even click on them. Why? I'm not interested. And I and that so I, I've been thinking for the last few days, what does that mean? Like if if someone who loves movies like myself, if I could just scan through like that and not click on any of that stuff, what does that mean? Wh- how is that f- looking for me compared to the average Joe who's <laughs> also <laughs> you <yeah>. said it <laughs> intentionally, and it's like. What about other people that, that love movies too? Are they doing that when they see my movie review postings? Yep. And they're just scrolling, they just scroll right through. And now I know I could have used that as like, oh, go back and, and look at that guy's review, but I'm, I'm dude, I'm busy. I kind of fucking post shit and I got, I got fucking family drama. So I, and then, and I've got excuses. So, <laughs> so yeah. But anyway, about that book, I'm glad I read it and, it's it's helped with some perspective <laughs> on things, you know, and so I'm gonna keep uh, he, like I said in that book. The most important thing, if you want to be a writer, is read every day, write every day. So I'm gonna make sure that I'm doing something, you know. I think for now I need to just get my energy up by reading more, and then it'll help me get more into writing mode. Because I also thought I had ideas that I didn't fucking write down about, you know, I, story ideas. While I was reading the book too, um, it also talked about what was it? Um, you know, shower moments, you know, um, or uh, driving moments uh, where there's no sound or anything, and and you, all of a sudden you start thinking about, you know, ideas start popping in your head, and that fucking started having a couple of those too. Of course. Oh, uh, okay. So you see this? See where they're filming? Yes. This is the Verizon building in uh, Southern California where I used to work. Okay. Yep, that's Verizon. Right outside. So it's on the 101 heading north towards Santa Barbara. Hmm. Right right by Agora Hills. and. Why would you put <coughs> an exposed Achilles tendon on RoboCop? Does that make sense to you? Looks like you could just hit that fucker with a hammer and then it would, he couldn't walk. Well, it's also probably made out of steel. You're gross, dude. They just had a moment. It's a total moment. Why is she so so poorly walking away? Did you see the cop? No. The the um 
the cop chick, she was, she just turned around and started walking like she was, like a little kid just told, okay, turn around and just walk in that direction. Yeah, that's pretty much what they said. That is, that's like a fucking Pontiac Grand Am. Ugh, Grand Prix. Okay, yeah. <laughs> God, I hate, in the 90s, did I just kind of mildly snort? Yes. Fuck. You mildly snorted. Do you remember in the 90s, Pontiac had some of the worst car interior designs? Maybe it's not Verizon. I thought for sure that was Verizon. I guess it's not. It oh. sure as hell looked like they were in front of the Verizon building, so I was mistaken. Well, I, think, um, I think that where they're filming the racing is not where they filmed the, the podium thing. The Detroit Motor Speedway is what that is. Oh, slow oh. motion, 60 miles an hour. God, where's a Marv Halvert voiceover <gasps> when you need one? It exploded. Oh, no. No. RoboCop exploded. RoboDeath. Say it ain't so, Robo. Yeah. No, you're right. You know what? That was the preceding shot where they were standing in front. Yeah. Didn't look, doesn't look like. Yeah, that's fucking movie magic. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. His skull cap. Murphy. It's not. He never got in the car. <laughs> he decided to go visit family. I blew up the RoboCop. Hey, so since this episode's almost over, it's a great time to bring up politics. No. Do you think we're going to bomb North Korea? No. <laughs> I don't talk politics. <laughs> At all. Uh, well, I do not talk politics. What about well, what, I'm sorry, I do. I just... What about world events without throwing politics into it? I don't. They're using... See, that is a great shot. Someone using RoboCop's... Head shield, mask or whatever helmet. Skull cap. Is skull, there you go. Skull, skull cap as a uh, for their nuts. <laughs> as a beer nuts bowl. I give you the money. I knew she was up to no good. She was just too damn pretty. She's got legs. She, she knows, knows how, how to use them. But a um bum bum. Got a whole episode. Still hasn't improved that guy's mustache. Drink. Drink to I, us. I read something today that I, I didn't click on because I didn't want to pay it too much attention, but it said that in the past year, 500 million view, or I'm sorry, Adam Sandler has been viewed 500 million times on Netflix in the past year. Okay. And that's why they offered him so much more money or so much, you know, all, they, they signed him to more fucking films. At, oh, just so you know, I'm going to be watching the new Adam Sandler movie. I'll, I, I, I'm not. I but want to. It's free, because it yeah. looks funny. It's not free. You my time. Well, my time's not free, but I'm going to watch it because I don't have to go to a theater and subject myself to it. But if I feel like vomiting or or having a you know a moment, I can pause it. I just I don't get it. I I'm not. I'm done. I'm you know. I I'm not, I will not in any way argue with you about it on on that. No. But 500 million views is different than 500 million fans. Yeah. So, and how many, how how many Adam Sandler films are on Netflix? Jamie Silvera, the daughter of the great porn star Joey Silvera. You need another dual screen. Why? So that you can look up shit like this on another screen so I can still watch Robocop on this screen. So go buy one. (laughs) (laughs)
accuses accuses its watchers, its users of watching 500 million hours. Yeah. Of their own free will. 500 million hours, dude. That is insane. I I don't believe that number. One, two, three, four, five, six. We'll call it six because that's an Adam Sandler movie. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. <coughs> well, and the and they have the best of Adam Sandler. There's at least twelve. Yeah. I think the show would be even better if if they actually gave Robocop some witty banter. That would be 41,666,666, repeating, because I had to nerd. I, I, I did that on purpose. Yeah, I had to get all If you ever watched the Leroy Jenkins video, that that's why I said it, you know, because they're sitting there. Have, have you ever seen the Leroy Jenkins? Uh, yes. Okay, and then the dude's like, the dude's like, so, uh, so, Bill, what's our, what, what, what's... What's the mathematical breakdown on this? And the guy goes, oh, it's like 34.333 repeating <laughs> for chances of survival. 34% chances of survival. And instead of saying it's 34% chance of survival, he went, well, let me break it down here. 34.333 repeating. And then he, then there's like a fucking silence there. Yeah. And then the dude's sitting there. He's like, Leroy Jenkins! And fucking <laughs> runs in the room. <laughs> And 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 everybody's yelling at him and screaming. We've all seen it, but he's you know everybody's yelling and screaming. Leroy, what the fuck, Leroy? Right? And he's like, you guys are fucking nerds. Just go in there and do it. It's a game. Mm-hmm. You, you're fucking stupid. Yeah. So I had fun. I get tired of waiting for you guys sitting around just talking. Mm-hmm. And I'm totally I'm totally on that guy's side. <laughs> totally on that guy's side. Leroy, the best part about it. There is a character that you can get in the game called Leroy Jenkins. He's a follower in mm-hmm. in one of the Garrison missions. So, so you, when you find him, he's in the same room where you had attacked, and he, uh, no, I'm sorry, he's in um, Blackwing Lair. I think is where he's at. But anyways, you can get him as a follower for Warlords of Drainer. Yeah. And you have to go and help him because he's stuck in the same room where that video is from, yeah. Blackwing Rare, the, in the Rook room where the the eggs are, right? The rookery. Yeah. Which is fucking hilarious. Leroy Jenkins. So, yeah, you would have to, there would have to be an average of 41 million hours or 42 million hours per Adam Sandler movie. Now, they say there's 12 Adam Sandler movies on Netflix. However many Adam Sandler movies there are, let's just say there's 20. But still, 500 million hours? Yeah. I think they're just trying to say, you know, they're, they're trying to be better than YouTube. There we go. Fucking Joe's listening to the Leroy Jenkins video. Leroy Jenkins! Blast them all down with AOE. Yeah, so so the translation of that is go into the room and do the fight a little bit at a time because the eggs will hatch, so you want to get the eggs that are right in front of the ramp that you have to go up. Yeah. 
and you don't want to run around the entire room because it'll hatch like 300 of these eggs, and there's a ton of these little baby dragons attacking you. Area of effect is AOE. Give me a number or crunch real quick. Uh, repeating, of course. <laughs> See the silence? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, boys, let's do this. <laughs> Stick to the plan. <laughs> it's just, it is absolutely fucking mass chaos. Leroy, you idiot. <laughs> God damn it, Leroy. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> At least I ain't chicken. <laughs> Great video. Leroy Jenkins. All right, so that is our Illusions episode of Robocop the series. <laughs> Ending with a, a good Leroy Jenkins video. Ending with Leroy Jenkins. All right, so. That's how we should sign off each time. Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least throw the soundbite in there. My Bruce Leroy. <laughs> Show no. Show no. All right, so for uh, Cinescape Presents. A, that'd be a great fucking character name in, in War, World of Warcraft. Bruce yeah. Leroy Jenkins. It would be. Or Show Enough. This show sucks. The SUX edition. Mm-hmm. I'm Joe Spiegel. Next other one. Catch y'all next week with number 15. All right. Bye. Bye. Uh, bye -bye. Good show. Jolly good show. Jolly good show indeed. Hakuna Matata, bitches. This is the Cinescape Movie Podcast. We thank you for listening to the show. And if you have any questions or comments, you can email us or tweet us. My handle is at Joe Spiegel underscore Joe. My handle. That's what I call it, my handle. You can tweet me at. You can send me a tweet at. Tweet me at. You can follow me. Fuck off. All right. Yeah, follow. You can you know, follow me or tweet me at. Send a tweet to. All right. Follow. Follow would be better. You can follow me on Twitter. <laughs> you can Twitter me. You can follow me on Twitter at Joe Spiegel underscore Joe. And for me, it is at what about you? MPS 5150 because I make it easy. Yeah, you do. Well, that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening. And please remember, share the podcast. Hey, hey, hey. What is it, Joe? Yeah. You see that little button over there? Yeah. Yes. All you what do button? The little share button. Which button is that? It says share. Sometimes it's a little arrow that goes in a circle. Regardless, it's there. Or more. So share. Share. Share that podcast. Click that shit. <laughs> it's simple. Please. We put we do put some work into this. Not a lot. Not a lot. Not as much as we should. But still, all you have to do is click the share button. Yeah. Click anything that says share. Like on our movie reviews, there's a Facebook share and a Google Plus. Pick one. We Sp prefer Facebook, but you know. Spread the love. Help us grow. Spread the love, and we will spread our legs open for you. No, we won't. I take showers. <laughs>
Well, what is that one? Show the balls. <laughs> Open your balls. Open your balls. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, share, share the share the show. Share the hell out of it. <laughs> share. Give her some love. I sound like little Nick. <laughs> Have a good night. This is the end. It's the end. Finito! The end, I tell you! We're all going to nibble the dust! Or go fuck yourself.